Today is the day, if all goes according to plan, that Bradley Beal makes his Phoenix Suns debut. On today's episode of Locked On Suns, what you need to watch for when the Suns' big offseason acquisition finally returns to the court in Chicago. Let's go. You are Locked On Suns, your daily Phoenix Suns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're back. This is Locked On Phoenix Suns. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and I'm your host, Brendan Clean, a credentialed media member covering the Suns for the past seven seasons, a writer at suns.com, and the host of the Just Basketball Show, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for making Locked On Suns your first listen. Happy Wednesday, game day, Bradley Beal return day. Hit follow or subscribe wherever you're finding this show. We're free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. We got a lot of content coming your way. I'll tell you more about it as the show continues. But that is the best way to support the show, whether it is on audio or on YouTube, where you can drop a comment with your number one thing that you are most excited for as Bradley Beal returns to the court. I have six, five, six for you that we're going to get to momentarily. Drop me yours in the comment section below. Today's show, guys, is brought to you by... FanDuel, the official sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can make every moment more and get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 straight into your account if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. The first thing that I'm most excited about with Bradley Beal coming back is the firepower that this team is going to have when he plays. It's not exactly rocket science. It's not exactly unexpected. I don't I don't uh you know think about this stuff in too difficult of terms all the time, but what I can tell you is that the incredible offensive di- displays that we've been hoping to see are going to be more possible the minute that Bradley Beal steps on the court. And that's just plain and simple. I don't think that there's really another way to put this. The Phoenix Suns so far this season are 14th in the NBA in offense. <clears throat> That's not what we thought we would see. This guy is an elite scorer. This guy is somebody who I think fits incredibly well with what the Suns want to do. Simplifying their offensive approach, running hard, and spacing the floor. Those are all things that he's great at doing. He can create a bucket out of thin air. He can score well in transition. And, of course, he can shoot the three ball off of movement, off the catch, however you want him to do it. We don't know when Devin Booker will be back, and I won't necessarily harp on that too much. I, My Locked on Suns Insider Text Alert subscribers have gotten some updates on the injury refront along with my thoughts on that. If you want some moment-to-moment coverage, that's your place. I'll tell you more about that later. But we're one step closer is basically the way that I would put it. And... Let me just give you some numbers when Booker and Durant have been on the court together this year. The Phoenix Suns offensive rating is 118.5. That's just two of the stars. The Suns overall offensive rating on the season is 112.2, so that's about six and a half points better per 100 possessions with both of those players on. 118.5 would put the Suns at the seventh 
best offense in the league so far, you just start to think about what happens when you add one more guy to that. This team was built this way for a reason. And the past two weeks, it's it's almost tempting to just say to throw it all out from an offensive standpoint because everybody was doing more than they should have had to. And the way to win games, you know, a, a 130 final score for Phoenix just has not been in the cards. Even against the Detroit Pistons, they only get to 120. And we'll talk about some of the reasons why and what Beal can do there. But the bottom line is the firepower that this team is capable of and was built around is just going to be on the table in a way that it has not been. With Beal back in the lineup and Booker on his way. The other thing that he will bring is pace, to be a little bit more specific, right? The Suns so far this season are 21st in the NBA, basically let's say tied for 20th in the NBA in offensive seconds per possession. Now that sounds complicated, but it is exactly what it is. (laughs) It is how many seconds you are using on offense. It's better than pace. Pace is just possessions per game. But that's weighted by what the defense, or sorry, the opponent does, right? If you have an opponent that runs a lot, your pace might look good even if you play slow. Offensive seconds per possession just shows straight up how many seconds you use. Suns fans should be familiar with it, right? Seven seconds or less. It's it's the, the most basic way to measure pace in the league. And the Suns are tied for 20th. They are almost a second and a half slower than the number one, paced team, which is the Atlanta Hawks in that category. So I sort of think Beal, maybe even more than Booker is the guy that we could see change that because yes, Booker or sorry, Beal has experience handling the ball last year. He was really a point guard for that Washington team, but his best moments are in space he is not quite the level of mid-range shot maker he's not quite the level of interior finisher or free throw drawer that booker can be at his best because he's not quite as big and he's a little older i think more than maybe anybody beal has the ability on this team to be a pace driver And it'll help him, it'll help the team, and it'll take weight and pressure off of Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. And it will, again, add up to the firepower that I think we're all desperately hoping to see from this team. There is not going to be any easier play this season than the Suns using their size and IQ and length on defense to create a turnover, getting the ball quickly, to one of their star ball handlers and watching a layup materialize. That is that is what this is. Okay? And again, Booker's not back. It's not over. The injuries are not done. This weird stretch to begin the season does not finish up on Wednesday when Beal comes back again, if all goes according to plan. But that part of his game and his role on this team 
has been sorely missed as the numbers show, as watching this team shows, and it will go a long way toward contributing to the explosiveness on offense, the way that this team will not, like, think about it this way. Combine what we saw the Suns do against the Jazz, where that was their best defense to offense game of the season. Combine that with, like, what we saw them do, for instance, against Detroit, right, where they are getting threes up and, well, not a ton, I guess, in that particular game, but shooting the ball well. Everybody who took threes shot well, let's say that, and running ball movement offense where everybody's involved. Add that to what they did against the Jazz. That's what you're talking about now as they start to get healthy and as Beal starts to play with the ball in his hands in space even more and ups that tempo for the team. Next, shot selection and space. First, today's show brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, where right now you can score early and often this NFL season. New customers get $150 in bonus bets when your $5 money line bet wins. That's $150 straight into your account if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now is the perfect time. I don't say this every time we talk about FanDuel, but they literally have a sports book in the Phoenix Suns Arena. It's like supporting the home team on top of supporting the show. The Suns are one and a half point underdogs in Chicago. That feels crazy. I know that technically means that they're favored by a little bit because they are overcoming the home court favoritism, but that's still not good enough. I think they should be favorites on the road. All of that and more spreads player props over unders those money line bets to get you the 150 bucks in bonus bets all at FanDuel.com slash locked on FanDuel official partner of the NFL. Let's keep it rolling. Let's talk shot selection. Bradley Beal set to return Wednesday from his back spasms that he had been dealing with since prior to the final preseason game out in Palm Springs against the Los Angeles Lakers. It has been about three weeks now, just less than three weeks that he's been dealing with this. We don't know much in the way of minutes restrictions or anything like that yet from Frank Vogel, but he said everything is promising. Beal went through a full workout on Tuesday and full practice, I should say, and will be listed as questionable when the Suns take on the Bulls. You can also join the Locked on Suns Insiders folks to get more content from me. My first reaction to all Suns news, exclusive game day content and observations from Footprint Center and the Verizon 5G practice facility, as well as exclusive video breakdowns delivered directly to your phone. One-on-one conversations where you can reply to me, Q&As, mailbag episodes to exclusively answer Locked on Suns Insider text alert subscribers. Join the Locked on Suns Insiders alerts now and be in the know about the Suns all the time. Click the link in the show description or visit subtext.com slash LockedOnSuns. Again, that link is in the show description. Just click it. It'll take you to where you need to go. I will have a Bradley Beal return video breakdown 
by Friday at the latest. For Locked On Suns Insiders subscribers, those will be on my YouTube channel set to private, and only you will have the link to those if you subscribe. Everything we saw from Beal's return on Wednesday available to you leading up to the Lakers game on Friday where the Suns start the in-season tournament. That sounds good to you. More daily content, interactive, engaging. Hit that button in the show description or visit subtext.com slash LockedOnSuns. Shot selection. The Phoenix Suns have not taken good shots this year. And part of that is because of who's been playing, right? Kevin Durant, if he's the best player on the court by a mile, we have seen how these lineups work. We have seen how these teams operate when it is just Durant. Whether it was Brooklyn or Golden State or Oklahoma City, he's going to take a lot of mid-range shots. And when you have a 3-4 and four record and you have Kevin Durant looking like, you know, an all-NBA first-team guy, you take that. I'm not quibbling with how they've had to play. But as they get healthy, you want to see that balance out. The Suns are 30th, sorry, 23rd in the NBA in rim frequency, 17th in the NBA in three-point frequency. That looks and sounds a lot like last year and the Monty Williams-Chris Paul era in general, where the Suns took a lot of mid-range shots thanks to Devin Booker, thanks to Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, Mikhail Bridges, and did not get efficient shots. Now, One thing the Suns have done so far is they've gotten to the free throw line at the fourth best rate in the league. So the fact that you have nowhere to go but up there is nice. Booker and Beal are going to help that cause. Durant will continue to do it. And you feel very good about where that is. But what Beal can do for this team is increase both the rim pressure and the three-point shots. He, I, I, I'm workshopping this. I don't feel great about it. I, I know the handle and the craft and the finishing sort of pizzazz is not at the same level with Beal as it is with the person that I'm about to compare him to. But watching Dallas early this season and the way that Kyrie Irving can get to the rim and then operate with the intention of, of passing... It, it does remind me a lot of what we've seen as Beal's game has evolved in Washington over the years. Again, nobody has the dribble package that Kyrie Irving has. Nobody has the off-glass or sort of odd-angle finishing ability. Up-and-unders, just finger-roll stuff that is generational from Kyrie. Beal's not that. But just in terms of I'm going to break through the first line of defense make you rotate and find an easy pass as one of the main plans of action when I'm in the half court. Beal is fairly close to Kyrie, and that's going to go a long way for this Suns team. I know people will have concerns based on the lack of athleticism that we saw at times from Beal, the questionable health with the back spasms, but he increased his rim pressure as a as an individual in the most recent couple of seasons, despite injury problems. And that's great news. 31% of his shots last season came at the rim. That was in the 72nd percentile for combo guards in the league. That's great. And it'll help the Suns a lot for the reasons that I just laid out. The other part of what Beal will bring is spacing. And it's exactly the same thing that I just mentioned, they are 
The Suns are only getting 17%, or sorry, 35% of their shots from deep this year. That's 17th in the NBA. Not terrible, but not only will he take threes, but he will create threes for his teammates. And that will create space for everybody. Part of why this offense has looked troubled at times, and maybe somebody like Yusuf Nurkic is passing up shots, or Kevin Durant is getting the ball stripped, or, you know, the guards... Goodwin, even Little, Bates-Diop, Watanabe when he passes up threes. It just can look a little ugly when it's not sort of that one or two pass offense. Is that the floor has not been spaced. You either have non-shooters out there who the defense can play off of, obviously, like Wembenyama against Akogi. Or you have bigs who are just clogging the paint by being in the dunker spot or rolling and allowing a defender to plant themselves at the basket, that all starts to change when Beal is out there. Maybe even more than Booker, because we know the ball's going to be in Booker's hands. I still feel like in the half court, even with Booker not back yet, let's say Booker doesn't even come back Friday. Let's say there's a few games of this. I think you will see over the course of those games, the ball continue to be in Durant's hands, in Gordon's hands, in Nurkic's hands, and maybe not in Beal's hands in the half court environment. And what that will do is allow Beal to run off screens, to even just spot up and space the floor, to cut, and use his gravity in a way that frees up better shots and more efficient offense for the rest of the team. He is what puts this over the top. I know I said it with the firepower, but it's also a matter of the shape of the court, the way the defense is bending and rotating. Beal's gravity, Beal's ability, is... What turns this from a scary team, an interesting team, a fringe title contender to one of the teams being talked about in the class of the NBA, the cream of the crop, the title, top title tier, because he can play on or off the ball, because he can score inside and outside, because he can play make or he can put his head down and get buckets. That will show up even without Booker. He's the player who makes it talented, takes this roster from talented to easy in terms of the offense. And I can't wait. One final thing Bradley Beal will do for this team next, as well as how it relates directly to the matchup against the Chicago Bulls. First, today's show brought to you by Prize Picks, who have come in and saved, fixed, repaired daily fantasy sports with the basketball season here you can now even pick combo projections across football and basketball which is with their specials league created specially for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues for example lebron james plus travis kelsey kelsey at a 10 and a half combo of three pointers made plus receptions more than 10 and a half for those two things combined and you win and that's how prize picks works it's not a pool it's not a league it's not a Head-to-head opponent. It is you versus the prize picks player projections. You pick more or less on that projection. You set that player in your lineup. You go two to six players across sports, and there you go. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, enormous selection of players and stats all make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. If you use the code LOCKEDONNBA when you make your first deposit, you get a deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash LOCKEDONNBA. Promo code locked on NBA at your first deposit for a $100 deposit match on that first deposit. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports 
made easy. Let's close out the show. The Phoenix Suns face the Chicago Bulls on Wednesday evening at 6 o'clock Arizona time. And the last ingredient that Bradley Beal will bring to the court if he indeed does make his return, his debut in the regular season, recovering and returning from back spasm, pain for the past three weeks, will be turnovers. And I'll tell you what I mean by that after I let you know about the Locked on Suns TikTok account. Wednesday night, as soon as that buzzer hits, I will have a instant reaction analysis TikTok on the at Locked on Suns TikTok account. I used to post these on Twitter. I'm saying goodbye to Twitter this season. Told you about the Locked on Suns insiders text alerts where you get super bonus content. The TikTok account is more instantaneous reaction stuff in video form. If you're on TikTok already, search Locked on Suns. If you are not, hit that button down below, also in the show description, and it'll take you right to the page where you can hit follow and get that content all season long as well. Let's talk turnovers. The Phoenix Suns this season are 26th in terms of how much they've coughed up the ball. It's not ideal. A lot of that is because the players who are having to initiate shouldn't be doing that. I would like to let everybody know that after the Lakers game on the first Thursday of the NBA season, where the Suns offense scored 11 points in the fourth and Kevin Durant had nine of those. The last one that wasn't from Durant was with nine seconds left by Jordan Goodwin. Remember that fourth quarter? I said at that point in that recap show on this feed, my Phoenix Suns pre-take was that people were going to panic and say that the Suns need a point guard based on their performance without Booker and Beal in the lineup. It took a little while, but I was absolutely right. You are hearing that. Tim Legler has said that. I hear it. I see it online a lot. And it's just not something we can say yet. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's not true or that it's an overreaction. Well, it is that. All I'm going to say is we don't know yet. We don't know if the Suns need to find a more sturdy ball handling option because we haven't seen them with their current ball handling options actually play. And that's what Beal does. All right. He is going to be a guy that, again, in transition, will be the first player that I think the rebounding player looks for. In the half court, he will be the guy who gets the ball on a second side, gets the ball to uh, puncture a broken defense, and just will create an environment, a structure more suitable to real offense, not pour it into KD offense, but real NBA offense. And even if it's Gordon or Allen who might be initiating that, the presence of of Beal will go such a long way. The reason it matters in particular as well when we're talking about the Chicago Bulls is that that's been how they've won games so far this season. Now, they have not won a lot of them, but they are three and five. And the number one way that they've, their recipe has been to limit their own turnovers where they are number one in the NBA in reducing their own turnovers and forcing the opponent into mistakes 
where they are tied for third in the NBA in forced turnovers. This is a team that was top five in defense last year. They are not that now, which you probably didn't need me to tell you, but they have Alex Caruso. They have Patrick Williams, Torrey Craig, Javon Carter, Andre Drummond, Io DeSunmu. They have one-on-one defensive talent aside from their star players that can make you cough up the ball and they can turn that into easy offense on the other end. And because they play so much isolation basketball and because they rely so much on individual creators for their offense, they don't turn the ball over themselves. Both or all three of Levine, Vucevic, and DeRozan turn the ball over on 12% or fewer of their of their possessions that they use, which is low. Especially DeRozan. He has turned the ball over on only 4% of his possessions this season. That's absolutely insane. So, this might have been a game the Suns could have won anyway. I'd be willing to accept that. I don't know how they match up with Durant. They don't have a lot of rim protection. They have a defense, have an offense that is stoppable if you can just body them up, put, you know, Kata Bates Diop on DeRozan or put Grayson Allen on Zach Levine and help at the basket, and you probably could have won, maybe. But we will begin to see against a team that relies heavily on winning the turnover battle just how important it will be, just how stabilizing and comforting it will be for this Suns offense to have yet another player who can score at three levels, take care of the ball himself, and open up space for his teammates. I'm excited. I really hope he plays. I really hope that the pain, the back stuff is behind him. I hope that that random Twitter account that went viral talking about the medical red flags during the trade is baloney. BS, and that Beal's return, if it does come Wednesday, which I hope and expect that it will, is just the first of tons of games he plays all in a row <laughs> for the rest of the season. You know, um, that's what you always want. That'll wrap us up for today. Again, sign up in the show description. Click that link for Locked On Suns insider text alerts. You want to go to subtext.com slash locked on suns as well. Either way, you'll get right to the page to hit that button and sign up for those straight to your phone every day. Locked on Suns TikTok for game day reaction, including on Wednesday night after the buzzer. I'll also have a show for you after the buzzer and finishing out the week on Friday with Aaron Edwards, as we always do. That will wrap us up. Enjoy the game, and I will catch you guys next time.